What? John. What? John. What? Thank you. You picked me. Jesus. What? 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 Yeah, that's better. So much more soothing, isn't it? Just listen. Yeah. That's it. That is it. Que pasa con todos? Bienvenido. Bienvenidos a las vistas del podcast de John Pala el lunes 20 de octubre primero 20 19. No, not 19. Uh, de octubre primero 20 a uh, 10 a 10 a fucking 10 a 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 Octubre primero, viente. ¿No comprende? ¿Estendes tanto eso? El podcast de hoy estará en español. Es broma. Es broma. Ninguno del estará habla español si entendes lo que dicho. Envíeme un correcto electrónico e info at realitydrip.com. Gracias. Cambreara al inglés por resto de hasta emisión. What's up, everybody? It's your boy. It's your homie. It's your, it's your, it's your, it's your, it's your. Finish that, man. Welcome to Views from the John podcast, broadcast, whatever you want to call it, for Monday, October 21st, the 2019 model. Give me the 2019 edition. What do you say? Do you say 2019? 2019? 2019? I don't know. I say 2019 or 2019. I don't know what the hell I use. I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Do you? Anyways, what's going on, everybody? Start spreading the news. The New York Yankees have lost. I know that's not a word. It's so fun to gloat about. New York, New York, start spreading the news. Dun, 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 dun. The Yankees lose. Dun, 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 dun. It's so fun to gloat about New York, New York. 
Jose Altuve with the walk-off homer to send the Strohs to the series. Oh my God, you Yankees fans must be pissed, and I love rubbing it in. I really do. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to this that's a Yankees fan, I'm so sorry. I am. Um, I know you must be so frustrated, right? Your boy tied it up. And then my boy Altuve took it away. I drafted Altuve in my fantasy league this year. Altuve in draft pick. Or was he? I think he was. He was either the, he was either the first pl uh, position player I took, or he was the number one pick over them all in my fantasy league. So, Altuve, I love you. That's awesome. Yankees lose, right? Sorry. If you want to look at Boston as being a bunch of stupid kind of pricks, right? Then, you know, the next best thing to the Red Sox not being in the playoffs is watching the Yankees destroy themselves. But Houston's in the World Series. And the Yankees get to go watch from their houses. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Astros Nationals World Series. That is going to be a World Series to watch. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if your team isn't in it. Even if you're a Yankees fan today and you're so pissed, how can you not watch this series? How can you not? There's people I know that don't watch baseball or don't understand it that watch the World Series. Or they don't understand football and they enjoy watching, you know, the Super Bowl. So, but I'm telling you, if you're a sports fan and especially a baseball fan, you're looking forward to the Astros Nationals. Because the Astros are obviously sick and they're on fire right now. And the Nationals are sick and they're on fire. This should be a friggin' awesome series and I cannot wait for that to start. I'm recording this uh, Sunday night. I watched a little football. I don't have the NFL package. I don't have it. I don't have that fuck you money. I can't afford it. Well, I could afford it. But, you know, priorities, right? Priorities. You know? That's what I get the phone for, right? You know, the internet connection. But it would be nice to have the option when my Patriots aren't playing, like they aren't today on Sunday uh, night as I record this, to watch a, another game besides uh, Buffalo-Miami. Out of all the great games that were on today at 1 o'clock, if you lived in the Northeast and you have to rely on just, you know, the $500 cable package that you have, you were forced to watch uh, Miami. Wait. No, we had Miami and uh, Buffalo and then... Uh, Sorry, had to wet the whistle. We had Buffalo and Miami, and I think on Fox we had, uh, um, god damn, I was switching back and forth between it. That's how disinteresting it was, all right? The two games, the two options I had to watch from. The game I really wanted to watch at 1 o'clock would have been, uh, you know, the Green Bay, L.A. game would have been great. Uh, that's what was on. Fox had uh, the Giants and the Cardinals on, which I guess was a decent game. But, you know, unless you play fantasy football, you'll never, ever, ever understand this. But, um, you know, it's frustrating when uh, you got a football game on and you started somebody in that game and they're supposed to be doing really, really well and they're not. Uh, that's kind of why I, uh, you know, Miami... You know, 0-6, and, 
you know, Buffalo, not a huge fan because they're in the same division as my Patriots, and I don't want to see them succeed, but they're playing Miami. Um, I think the Dolphins could probably lose to a double-A-ranked college team right now. I, tr- I truly do. I think you could put up a double-A college team. I, no, no, forget it. You, the University of Massachusetts football team, right? They're Division One, And they can't get out of their own way, right? Local team, to me, right, in the area. University of Mass, right? We all know I came from Boston, right? They're Division 1A. They could be nationally ranked if they were really good, you know? Uh... I think they might be able to beat the Miami Dolphins right now. So watching Buffalo, who I don't like because, you know, I'm a masshole. I'm an idiot, blind fan to the Boston sports. You know, the other teams can go fuck themselves, right? Okay, so anyways. So yeah, the options for watching football today, if you just had the regular, you know, $500 cable package, was just to watch either... You know, the Giants, who I despise because they're a New York team. Or, you know, watching a terrible Miami team against a Buffalo team that I also don't like. You know, Patriots don't play till tomorrow night. But man, uh, you know, looking around the NFL today, San Francisco and that sloppy game at Washington. Everybody thought San Francisco was going to run the table on that, but I guess the weather was pretty sloppy. I don't know. I couldn't watch it. I don't have the NFL package. I can't just, you know, toss down that kind of cash. Oh, how humbling, huh? You know, you really do have to be humble. Because when I'm sitting here with the heat on, doing a podcast with nice equipment, with the TV on in the background and silent next to my iPhone, you know, and I look around... And I think to myself, man, my life could be a whole hell of a lot worse, couldn't it? So next time your life just sucks, just stop for a minute and look around and just think to yourself, shit, you know, as fucked up as you think your life can get, somebody's always got it way, way, way worse, bro, okay? So next time you're having a bad day and your coffee don't taste just right or your Ferrari doesn't start on the first push button, okay? Just take a deep breath and say, shit, man, I'm driving a fucking Ferrari. Or just anything, all right? Just, you know, somebody's always got it way, way, way worse than you, okay? So, you know, here I am bitching about, you know, not want, you know, not getting the right football game on TV for free, right? Because I don't want to shell out the... I don't even know how much it is. I really don't. I know it's expensive. So anyways, uh, yeah, around the NFL, San Francisco, 6-0. Only undefeated team left besides the Patriots, who play tomorrow night, Monday Night Football, at the Jets. And uh, looking forward to that one for sure. For sure. Monday Night Football. Remember that? I love ESPN. ESPN's uh, just a stone's throw from here. Over in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, right? The headquarters. Never been. You know? There's probably people that would love to, like, take the ESPN headquarters tour. And I could just hop in the car right now and be there in, like, 45 minutes. But I've never been. You know? That's probably something I'll miss when I'm out in L.A. full-time, right? I'll be like, why didn't I go to the Basketball Hall of Fame more? 
Why didn't I go to Fenway Park more than the 50 times I've went in my life? You know? Why didn't I go see the Celtics and the Bruins more often? You know? But yeah. So the Patriots tomorrow night, Monday Night Football. Are you ready for some football? Some Monday Night Football. Isn't that just the worst song? That Monday Night song. Everyone who's done it, it's just it's just the cheesiest. Who wrote that song? What? You know, where did they find that jingle company in the back of a Yellow Pages book? You know. Are you ready for some football? Some Monday Night. Action! Yeah, I'm ready for some football! Christ. It was a sloppy Sunday, though, around the NFL, man. A lot of weird, a lot of weird things happened. You know, I know the Raiders and the, uh, I know the Raiders and the, uh, the Packers, they lived up to ex expectations, right? The game was a shootout, it was a good game. Uh, the Detroit game, uh, in the, uh, Vikings game was a great game. Didn't get to watch it. Um, but yeah, there was other games that were just real sloppy, you know, like that San Francisco game, real sloppy. I mean, Miami, I guess, had the lead over Buffalo at the half. And then, uh, you know, Miami decided to kick it back in that comfortable gear. And, uh, so yeah, that was football. Right now it's 7 p.m. here on the East Coast. But John, this is the, this is the Monday it says Monday on it. Well, you know what? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m., then finish talking at 7, and then just, you know, no. Right? So, forgive me if I'm recording a Monday podcast five hours early. Sorry. But I thought it was live. No, it's not live. Okay? I'm so disappointed. So... How was your weekend, everybody? Everybody have a good weekend? I told you, right? Pod, my last podcast came out on Friday, and I told you, like that, it was just going to be Sunday night. Do you have that feeling? Do you have that feeling from uh, last night? You know? Today's Monday. And as Sunday night just draws near, you're just like, oh, God. Get sick to your stomach. Oh, I hated that feeling, man. Oh. God bless you if you can get up every Monday and drive to a job that you just hate because you have to. That's heroic. There's people that do that sh uh, shit, too. Millions upon millions of people wake up every day and just drive sick to their stomach to a job that they just despise. And why do they do it? Because they have to. They don't take the easy way out. Right? Everybody, all the snakes find the easiest way out somehow, right? Seems like all the best people get shit on the hardest, right? Certain people just hit that genetic lottery. Just seem to get lucky with everything. While some great people... And I, I, talk, I talk about this from experience. You know, we all deal with adversity. I'm not saying my life's perfect. I'm not saying your life is perfect. But I will say quite honestly, that uh, as I adjust this mic, and I'm probably just going to screw up the whole friggin' broadcast by doing that, but it sounds like it's hot. See, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't read Podcasting 101 for Dummies, okay? I didn't, 
I didn't take that class, so God bless you. I've been attempting to listen to this garbage in my own car to make sure it doesn't blow out my own speakers before it blows out yours, but uh, I promise you, I am using software for this stuff. I'm checking the levels. It looks like it's fine. I don't know. I know I just hit the friggin' microphone. You're not supposed to do that. I'm a sloppy mess. What can I tell you? So, I hope you had a great weekend, but, you know, like always, you know, Sunday night, now it's Monday morning, and, you know, all over again. But don't worry, because before you know it, it'll be Friday again, and then, you know, you can just relax. So my Friday night was fun. I actually had dinner with my parents, and that's always a good time, you know. I'm getting older, they're getting older, you know. I've grown up, you know. And I actually had a, I had, I, I, honest to God, I think that was one of the funnest times I've had with, with my parents in quite a while. And I think it was fun for them because of me. I'm just, I'm, I'm a lot more myself, I think, than I used to be. I don't know why. I'm just more relaxed. I'm just kind of just being more myself than I've ever been. I can't explain it. But I was relaxed. I was funny. Made them laugh. They laughed. I was relaxed. They were relaxed. It was great. Openly talked about stuff that I would never openly talk about, you know, 15 years ago with them. It was just great. It was, it was fantastic. So, yeah, that's what I did with my Friday night. And then I was looking. I was looking because, you know, this, I keep talking about it, but, but this area Friday night is so rich with great live music. And, you know, after I was done with the parents, I was looking for some great live music Friday night with my buddy. And you know what? We just couldn't find it anybody nobody around here friday night was playing that was any good it's too bad because i really would have loved to have listened to some live music or even better played it that's why soon your boy john that's right is going to be playing out live acoustically with a singer that's right me and somebody else are going to be playing out live, acoustically, starting in the Western Mass, Boston area, very soon. And what are we going to be doing? We're going to be doing a combination of cover songs, and we're going to be doing a combination of uh, originals. And it's going to be one or two acoustic guitar players, maybe even some kind of uh, percussion, and then a beautiful voice. And it's going to be fantastic. And you guys are going to love it. And as soon as I have any clips of it, I'm going to share it with you. But what did I do? So, because there was no interesting live music or any comedians I wanted to see or really that was playing around here, you know, that was in the immediate, you know, area for me to get quick access to, I, you know, I went home Friday night and you know what I did? It was great. I watched some Comedy Central. Comedy Central Friday nights starting, you know, this past Friday right through, I don't know, for quite some time, right? Every Friday night from, uh, I believe it's 10 to 11 or 11 to 12, has two comics, two new specials every Friday night, right? So Friday night, episode one of this uh, new season of Comedy Central Stand Up Presents. They had this comedic, uh, this comedy guy. His name was uh, Jabuki Young White. And um, I'm going to try to be as respectful as I can because 
as a musician and as a music lover, I will never say somebody sucks because I know how hard it is to make it in this business. I know I know how it feels to be on the outside and to be unheard and, you know, frustrated and all that kind of stuff. Same with comedy. You know, I get it. So, this guy obviously is at a level of fame. He looks pretty young. He looks real young. I would say, I, I don't know anything about him. Up until Friday night at 11 o'clock or whatever it was, I did not know who this dude was. Jabuki Young White. I don't know if that's his real name. But that's what he calls himself. Jabuki Young White. And so, yeah, um, I'm not going to tell you that, um, you know, anything bad. I'm just going to say that, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Sorry. I literally made it about three minutes, and um, I stopped it, and I uh, deleted the uh, stuff off my DVR. I did. Um, I don't know if it's an issue of, uh, you know, me just not being in the right mindset to understand his comedy. Some people seem to laugh, but you can always kind of add in a laugh track in post-production. It wasn't live. I don't know if people were laughing. When I heard laughter, it was the back of people's heads. Um, but yeah, um, congratulations, man. I mean, if you got yourself a Netflix... Uh, yeah, Netflix. If you have yourself a uh, half an hour on Comedy Central, I think you've made it in the industry. And um, some people seem to love you, and that's great for me. Um, I didn't get the humor. It was definitely a new style than I've ever seen before. Um, but I didn't get it, you know. Maybe somebody will say, Oh my God, John, you didn't get it? He's like the best new comedian. I mean, oh my God, like, you just didn't understand. Like, he had this, like, slideshow, like, PowerPoint presentation. And, like, I don't know. It's it's just, like, it's the next evolution of just, like, this, this, this new brand of comedy where... It, Sorry, man. I mean, I chuckle at stuff. I'm from the generation that grew up watching movies like Airplane, Dumb and Dumber. I'm all about just common sense, just dumb comedy, you know? With a little thought behind it, obviously. But, uh, you know, whatever this uh, Jabuki Young White was doing, it I, 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 I honestly didn't understand it. I mean, not only was it not funny to me, I just, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I, well, I didn't understand what I was watching, so <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the next episode that came on was a comedian named Vanessa Gonzalez, and she was great. She was a classic, good, you know, comedian. She had great bits. She was a great storyteller. Um, I liked her punchlines. Um, um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, congratulations to her. So yeah, uh, Vanessa Gonzalez, I thought was great. She uh, she was classic. You know, just a classic good comic. She had good bits, good storytelling. Uh, she was in the pocket. She killed. Um, so yeah, congratulations to Vanessa. So <laughs> um, yeah, but that Jabuki Young White dude, man, I just I I I did not get his uh, his brand of humor. But what else did I do Friday night? That's my stomach. I'm hungry. If you haven't been able to tell. My, uh, this microphone picks up noises it shouldn't, like the sound of my couch squeaking, the sound of my stomach going... <laughs> That's the sound of me drinking the Kool-Aid. 
See, I tell I tell all of you to not drink the Kool-Aid, right? But I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now. Literally. I'm drinking all of it. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. What Kool-Aid are you drinking? My own. It's my own brand of Kool-Aid that I'm drinking, right? <laughs> so, alright, listen to... Have you seen the commercial for this shit? And I even consulted a lady about this before speaking about it on the podcast. But uh, yeah, this is not a PG or PG-13 or even an R-rated uh, talk show. So just, I remind you of that before I go into this, okay? So if you have young children around or if you, you know, any of that stuff, I would, uh, you know, I'm giving you a warning. This is my, my uh, you know, None of my show, you know, is, you know, just be forewarned, okay? You might be sitting there like, hmm, I like this, okay, I can get into this guy, okay. Yeah, okay, you're talking about that. He just said the F word, oh, I'm out of here. Sorry, you know, there's going to be the occasional F-bomb that gets dropped, you know, I'm going to be talking about one thing, then all of a sudden, you know, oh my God, I can't, did you believe he said that? I can't believe he talked about that, I, I, I don't agree with that, I don't know, uh... I don't care, man, if you don't agree with something I say, if you don't find me, you know, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Some people, uh, I know for, I know, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something right now. There are some people that find me hilarious, okay? And there are some people that don't find me hilarious, okay? That's all I'm gonna say. All it takes is one person to think I'm funny. I mean, a God's honest truth, right? I don't know what skill you have, sir. Do you possess any kind of skill in the entertainment industry? Are you able to speak on the radio with this great radio voice that I have right now? Are you? Are you able to do this? Are you? Are you able to act out like this? Can you play the guitar? I don't know. Can you? Can I just grab my guitar right now while this microphone's running and just be like, F you, right? What do you want to hear, right? What do you want to hear? Will this work? Or is that too loud? Is that even in tune? Tell what that song is, huh? Nutshell, Alice in Chains. It's been a while since I did a podcast. That everybody listened to, right? Sitting on an angry chair, angry walls that still the air, stomach hurts, and I don't care. 
What did they see across the way? See myself molded in clay Stares at the where I'm afraid Changing the shape of his face Oh, yeah Yeah, you're banging your head, right? Get into it, right? Candles red, I have a pair Candles dancing everywhere Burning on the angry chair Little boy made a mistake Pink cloud is now turned in gray All that I want is to play Get on your knees and play Pray, boy Whoops why didn't I go into the chorus? Because I can't sing, motherfucker. All right? I can't. Can't you tell? I can play the motherfucker. I've been playing this goddamn instrument for, what, 26 years? How did you get so good playing the guitar, John? Didn't you take any lessons growing up? Uh, do you know how to read this? No! You know what it takes? It takes just sitting here. How am I able to do this? Oh my god! You, you know what it takes? It just, it takes, it takes 26 years! Well, no, no, okay, it doesn't take that long. It just takes practice, bro. I maybe, rec maybe recommend a few lessons. So if somebody says, hey, can you play an A minor? And you go, sure. Okay, can you play a C? Sure. That's not a C. Yeah, it is, bro. You mean, you mean a C add 9? That's a C add nine. No, uh, press down the, uh, the, uh, the low E. Oh, that's a C add nine over G. Okay. G chord. Right? G. An E. Oh, you, uh, you, uh, E minor. Right? Yeah, that's a lot more melodic and dark. E minor, right? Exactly. Right? Anyone know what this chord is? For the song. You play a lot of Alice in Chains, John. That's right, because I fucking love them. It's fantastic. Right? This chord, right? Well, what chord is it, John? What is it? F sharp, right? And you open that shit up, then up to a fucking A, then you open that shit up. That's all it is. The verse and the chorus. Ain't found a way to kill me yet. Eyes burn, and sweat Seems every path leads me to nowhere mm. Wife and kids 
household pet. I don't have one. I want one. Army Green was no safe bet. Right? Doesn't matter if you have Army Green on or not. They're going to shoot you anyways. Gloria! See, I can't say, you know, but Gloria sent him pictures of his boy over in Vietnam. Jerry Cantrell wrote that song about his father and his father's experience of being over in Vietnam. A stupid, stupid, messed up war, right? Sorry, I'm drinking. I'm dry mouth. Sorry, you get the drink, I don't. But it interrupts the broadcast. I don't care, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't. I really don't. So, yeah, so I don't know. I, I wasn't planning on picking up this guitar. I don't know if this is even coming through or what it sounds like, but I don't even know what got me to this point. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's spill my drink and knock everything over and make a bunch of noise, right? And disturb the neighbors downstairs. Oh, he's upstairs making another banging noise again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you're not like that. If you happen to be listening to this. Anyways, so I think I was talking about this show uh, not necessarily being, uh, uh, you know, PG-13 or R-rated. That was going to be the last warning I was going to give you. So this new commercial came on TV, and like I was saying, I even consulted a lady before doing this because, you know, I... I, I was absolutely clueless, and I and you know I think I'm gonna actually develop this into a bit. I really am for stand up when I eventually stand up, right? But okay, vagina moisturizer. Did you get that? A vagina moisturizer product. I saw it on the TV. Real commercial, real product. Vagina moisturizer if you need to moisten your vajayjay it used to be called a man or maybe a woman but okay but why do you need your coin purse uh, you know moistened up why why do you have to moisten that shit up does that shit moist? does it I have no fucking idea. That's why I had to ask a woman. I said, listen, am I missing the big picture here? They're selling this shit on TV like it's just stuff you just rub on your arms, or, you know, or your hands. Because they're a little ashy, they're a little dry, right? But this is stuff that you apparently rub all inside of your uh, insides. To just, to just, you know, just, just to moisturize it. And this is not, this is not kind of a, this is not some kind of a uh, sex lube. Okay, this isn't for that. This was on a regular TV channel that, uh, you know, your your 10-year-old could have been watching with you. Where they're just openly advertising a vagina moisturizer product. And then you're going to have your daughter or your son turn to you and be, Dad, what's a, what's a vagina moisturizer cream? <laughs> I don't even know what's a cream. But what's a vagina moisturizer what are you going to say? The last I knew, if you wanted to moisten up your uh, vagina, there was a built-in feature. It's called arousal. You forget about that? That's the only reason I can think that you need to moisten your vagina up, right? 
is for sexual intercourse. That's a built-in feature. So, but, right, I digress. There are some sex products out there, right? You know, there are some uh, women who uh, have trouble with uh, moistening <coughs> down there when the uh, time has come for that uh, kind of uh, stuff, you know? And uh, it, this wasn't one of those products. I've, I've seen those products, and this was not one of them, okay? This was a legit, like we're advertising, uh, you know, a stick of Blistex to put on your lips, you know? It was, it, was, it, it, it was that nonchalant, okay? Just get a buckle, go right out and buy some moisturizer, you know? Get some for your lips, get some you rub on your skin, and uh, then you get some that you, uh, you know, rub around your, uh, your, your private area. I don't get it. I mean, I've heard of feminine hygiene products. That's like a car wash, right? For your love tunnel. Makes sense, right? Got to clean that sore pipe out somehow. I even dated a girl. Like I said, she had a medical condition where she didn't find me attractive. So when we got, you know, sexual, she had to, uh, you know, reach down for some KKY. KKY. Yeah, right? The KKY jelly. And uh, that's what we had to use to, uh, you know, keep things moving. But what the fuck is is vagina moisturizer? Okay? This is not a sex product. This is not a sex product or lube. And it is not some kind of a feminine, you know, clean out the whole, uh, you know, type of, you know, medicine or something. You know? Uh, you know? I've seen one of those mother-daughter commercials where the, you know, where the daughter turns to her mother and, she, you know, she's like, Mom, you ever had one of those uh, not-so-fresh feelings down there? But it wasn't a douche or some kind of carpet bomb, right? It was some kind of skin moisturizer, but you put it down on your shit. So there you go. Maybe I'm an idiot. All the years I've lived with women, I can't ever recall a time where any of them were like, Hey, John, can you pull over? I kind of moisturize my vagina. <laughs> why, do you need, why do you need to use it? Seriously, guys. So I asked a lady, and I says to her, I says, can you explain this to me? Other than the obvious, you know? And uh, neither neither could she. So uh, there you go. So uh, next time you're watching the TV, and uh, your kids, you know, you're all waiting for the uh, Price is Right, or Family Feud, or the nightly news to come back on, right? Next thing you know, you're going to have... Uh, uh, you know, the daughter handing the mother some vagina moisturizer, and your kids are going to turn to turn to you and ask you, "What is that?" And I can't even explain it. I don't know. I don't know what it does. Like I said, I'm old school. The only time I ever knew that your vagina ever had to get moist was when you were going to have uh, sex or you got turned on, right? That's when your vagina needs to get moistened up, right? Other than that, why do you want it moist? I don't want my shit moist, right? Imagine if guys had to walk around with a heart on all day long, right? And that's the purpose of that. I don't need to take Viagra. At least not yet, I don't. God bless. God damn. I mean, speaking of lip balm for your crusty curtains, I live directly across from two of them. Two broads. 
They probably you could use that stuff. I bet you they're all crusty down there. Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, I've never seen anything like it. I was, uh, you know, I was born and raised around here. This is always and always has been and always will be a very, um, how should I say it, diverse area, okay? And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what God you pray to. I don't care what sexual preference you are. I don't care what you identify as. I don't. When has that ever made someone's quality? It never has to me, and it never will. Okay? So understand right now about that before I even go into this. Well, why are you talking about two lesbians? What do you do? What do you think kind of home? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't care. I really don't. I just find the humor in things, okay? Sorry. Sue me. So anyways, there are these two literal, and I say literal because they are. They just generally dislike men. I know you've seen it. Sorry. If you're listening to this and you live out in the country and uh, you don't know about this kind of stuff, then God bless you. But there are people, you probably heard it before, that are of the same sex and this just happens to be two females got no problem with it you know still could be great people right i don't care what you do in the bedroom in private i don't god bless you whatever if that's what gets you off then that's what gets you off i don't care i ha never have never will i was born up i was born around it when we were in high school and we would travel to other uh, towns that's what they would make fun of us for but that was the mid-90s right when you could get away with that shit right I don't think that they would say that about this city anymore. But anyways, so that's not my point, okay? They're just two females, right, living across the street that just happen to be together. Great for them, right? But you've seen it, right? You understand that there are female-on-female -female relationships, right? And you understand that some of them are very militant, right? Militant in the way they act and the way they think, where they, you know, if looks could kill and you're a guy, you'd be dead. Don't tell me you haven't seen it. Don't tell me you haven't seen it, you motherfuckers. You have, okay? And that's what I live across from. There are two people that live across the street who happen to be female, who happen to be gay. I don't care. And they happen to hate men. And, okay, that's fine. I guess there are men out there who hate women, right? I don't know what that's all about. But, hey, you know, to each his own, right? But they don't talk to anybody, right? And they are very private people, but they outright refuse to put up curtains or blinds in their main living room window, okay? And this is the problem I have, not with any of the bullshit I just talked about before, but this, right? Very private, quiet people. They stay to themselves. They don't talk to anybody. Nobody really talks to them, right? You know, okay, fine. That's great. Uh, however, very private people, right? House is always locked up like a drum. It's like fucking Fort Knox, right? But for some reason, they just outright refuse to put any kind of shade or blinds or window or, uh, uh, you know, or window covering. Nothing. Nothing is over their one gigantic window, right, that looks right in to their main living room. And right in front of that window, they have the biggest flat screen TV you've ever seen. This thing has to be like a 150 inch TV, right? And you can sit there, or I can, right from my TV, right from my window at night, 
I can look directly outside and I can watch their TV and it's probably gives me the perspective like um you know has have like a first generation uh, like iPad in my hand that's how big the screen looks to me from across the street okay so anytime I go to the bathroom or anytime I go to that side of the house I can look out my window and literally see what they're watching but so can everyone else that lives around here right that's how much light this TV is casting and throwing across the street right and it drives the lady that lives next to me nuts right because this thing is so bright, this TV, and it casts so much light, and it's just on 24 hours a day, that it comes right through uh, her shades, right? And actually wakes her up all hours of the night. And it's just the craziest thing. And you know how close I've come to setting up some lawn chairs right out front, you know, with some popcorn? And just sitting there watching their TV right out front, still on our property, right? Not doing anything wrong. It's a, it's legal, right? I can sit out my front yard with a, you know, with a lawn chair and some popcorn. Who's gonna stop me? But you think look, do you think they'll get the point then? Okay, I just don't get it. But I've literally wanted to do that. I even invited my neighbor who can't stand the light either. But she doesn't want to speak up. Nobody wants to speak up. It doesn't bother me. I have light blocking curtains. And uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I never understood that. Because if your eyes are closed, how is light affecting you, right? I mean, granted, if you're sleeping in a pitch dark room and you're right, you're sleeping, your eyes are closed, but somebody takes a flashlight and shines it in your face, it'll probably wake you up, right? But a TV, even if it's super bright, which this one is, but I'm telling you, this this house is locked up tighter than Fort Knox. It's like Air Force Base security level house. But for some reason, they have a huge friggin' TV, this, uh, or TV and window. It's like a 10-foot by 10-foot window, and they have a 10-foot by 10-foot TV in front of it on 24 hours a day. And this thing lights up the entire street, entire front of, you know, this house, neighbor's house, everybody's house. And it makes no sense. And that's just it. Like I've said before, I'm just curious, George. You know, I get it. I understand they're women, no problem with it. I understand they're gay, no problem with it. I understand they hate men, no problem with it. I understand they keep to themselves, no problem with it. I understand any time they've ever looked at me, if looks could kill, I'd be dead. I get it, right? But I don't get why their house is locked up like Fort Knox, right? With like bars over the windows and shit and fucking, you know, just tons of security. But yet for some reason, that window is just left open. Is that because they want us to watch whatever they're watching? I've tried to figure it out. Like I said, I can, I can, I can go in there right now if this microphone was a little bit more portable, and I could look and try to see what they're watching. And I've done that before, you know. Call it too much time on my hands, but I've been sitting there in the bathroom, right, drying myself off or something, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm looking and I'm squinting, and I'm like, what the fuck are they watching? So I'll pull up live TV right from my phone. And I'll pull up all thousand stations I get. And I've never been able to match up what the fuck they're watching on that TV. But I'm telling you, it it always looks political. It always looks to be some kind of a political channel. But none that I get. But the shows definitely seem to be geared towards the, uh... Should I say it? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But for some reason... These are super private people that don't like men, that have a very private life, that lock up their house very tight, 
you know, bars, windows, chains, security guards, you know, the whole bit. But for some reason, they take this, like, fuck you window and put a big TV in front of it and just play it 24 hours a day. That's what I live across from. So, yeah. Welcome to New England, where you have some crazy neighbors. And let me tell you about the type of car they drive. So, okay. Now, let me tell you something. Maybe this is a phenomenon where you live too, sir. Okay? Or ma'am. Right? I'd say a good 80%, and I'm not lying, a good 80% of this city and this area that I live in, right? They drive a uh, hybrid, a Prius, specifically, right? And, uh, you know, they say don't stereotype, but, you know, there, the, the re there is a, uh, you know, it's always 50-50, man. Stereotype, uh, the reason we have a word called stereotype is because uh, it means something, right? There's always truth to some of the stereotypes, right? So let me tell you what I'm talking about, and let's examine this, okay? And I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just trying to be real, okay? So a lot of people around here, a lot. I mean, literally seven out of eight every ten vehicles you're going to see are going to be Priuses, okay? Now, I've been driving for approximately 25 years. And I'm really into driving. And I'm really into cars. Really into it. Right? Always got the car magazines growing up. Still do. Still research every model. Even cars I would never drive or can't afford. I'm always looking at that stuff. Always have. It's just been a hobby of mine. I'm into it. Right? I love to drive. That's why I still drive manual transmission cars. What's a manual transmission? <laughs> um... Yeah, if somebody really out, if somebody did just ask me what a manual transmission was, I don't know how to respond to that, other than wanting to punch you in the face for asking it. All right, but yeah, I I love a manual transmission. I do, always have, always will. If I had a lot of money, I would still have a manual. But yes, part of me would like a truck or an SUV, you know, every now and then, especially when you're going to be driving into the city in the traffic. Uh, having a manual is a pain in the ass, especially when you get stuck in stop-and-go traffic. It's just not convenient, right? But if you truly love to drive, like driving is a passion for you, like it is for me, I love it, I love to drive, Then you, then you drive a manual transmission. But I get it, you know? Sometimes we got to make priorities, you know, just like I would love a truck. I really would. I want a fucking truck, but I just cannot give up my manual transmission. Well, John, you know, they make trucks that have stick shift. Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> Dude, I know, okay? It's called a fucking Toyota Tacoma. You can get a Tacoma, right? It's the only truck they make that you can get. That looks cool, four-wheel drive, right? Two-door extended cab or four doors. V6 power, and you can get a six-speed manual with it. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, ah, truck, you know, if you've ever driven a manual... I've driven some really bad manual transmission trucks. But, no, I'm not giving my secret away. Just keep buying the, uh, keep buying the automatic trucks, right? We can keep the uh, Tacoma 
V6 six-speed to myself. But that is a truck I would like. It really is. However, with my upcoming move to Los Angeles, I don't think I'm going to want a manual transmission. I don't think I'm going to have a car at all. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time for a car. Okay? But yeah, anyways, a lot of people around here are this, right? And I've been driving a lot my whole life. I really love driving. But, you know, I, I love it. I love getting into my sports car. Always had a sporty car. But I like sporty cars with manual transmissions with four doors for some reason. And those are just getting next to rare to find, right? Well, they are rare to find. Next to rare? What are they, medium rare to find? Some of the stuff I say, huh? Alright, so anyways. I love driving, right? Consider myself to be a pretty good driver, right? Got that perfect uh, blend of, uh, you know, offensive skills and defensive skills. Especially these days, man. When you're driving, man, you got to be looking around at everybody else and just anticipating what crazy shit they're going to do next, you know? Because even if they hit you, right, and it's their fault, I've been through it, right? You don't want to go through it. It sucks. Car gets towed, then you got to get a rental and all that bullshit and wait for the insurance adjuster. And it sucks, okay? Trust me, you don't even want to be in a fender bender. But in order to avoid getting into a fender bender, you have to be a combination of offensive and defensive, right? I see people, I still, Saturday, driving down to my local mall, right? Had to get some items. Speed limit, 65 miles an hour, and you got people in the right lane going 40. Why? Maybe the car's having trouble. No, it's not, bro. It's, it's really not. I don't get it. I don't get the phenomenon. 25 miles an hour below the speed limit. You, my friend, doing 40 and a 65, you are more dangerous than somebody that wants to go 80. But you can't go 80 around here. It's, it's impossible. Depending on what highway you're on and where you're trying to go. You try going 80. You can't. Well, why can't you? Well, even when you get in the six lanes, right? The person in the number six lane is doing 40. The guy in the uh, next lane over... 45, next lane over, 50, then 55, then 60, then 65. So those are your choices. you got to pick between 40 and 65. That's it. But you, you definitely got the guy. You know, you got 3 th billion cars in the left lane. Each one of them want to go some kind of speed. Some want to go 90. Some want to go 74. Some want to go 72. Some just want to go 63. But they got to pass the guy now going 55. Right? So... That's what it boils down to. So, driving is getting uh, increasingly uh, difficult because of the amount of traffic. And, uh, you know, there seems to be a common denominator. And it all has to do with the Prius. I'm sure it's a great car, you know. Saving the environment, right? One Prius at a time. I tell you, man, those Priuses, they're going to save us. That's going uh, to be the uh, savior. Every one of you, cheers. I'm going to take this sip for you. All of you Prius drivers saving us one at a time. But, yeah, again, you know, I live on the basis, like I keep saying, of wanting others to treat me like I want to be uh, treated, right? And because I can drive and the Prius drivers cannot, I get a little pissy, right? You know, it's a two-way street, so to speak, right? I'm driving perfectly, sir, and you aren't in your Prius, and I get angry, right? Because I don't get that same level of uh, driving skill back, right? So, you know... There's just countless idiotic things that drivers do 
which, uh, you know, rational science really cannot explain. And for years in this area, you know, back in the mid to late 90s around here, okay, it was Volvo drivers, okay? So I'm not just going to shame on the Prius drivers, okay? It's going to be equal opportunity, okay? So, the, you know, uh, back in the mid-90s, around here at least, it was Volvo drivers. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what type of Volvo or what type of person was driving the Volvo. It just seemed like, it, you know, if you were driving a Volvo, you just automatically became a horrible driver. That's how it was in the mid-90s. And then kind of as we got into the, uh, you know, the 2000s, it was the minivan. It was the minivan. Minivans then took the crown as being just the worst driver. If I was behind a minivan, you can bet that I was losing my shit because they were going half the speed limit, wouldn't use a blinker, just craziness, you know? I've calmed way down from the level of rage that I used to drive with. And I'm not really a raged-out person. I just get angry at stupidity. And the level of stupidity that I would see in driving over the years is just astronomical. And I've calmed way down over the years. I really have. Because I guess I'm just not in any rush to get anywhere like I was. I don't think I was in a rush to get anywhere when I was younger. I just thought I was, you know? So, you know, I really don't get upset too, too upset with it anymore. But that's just, that's even better. Because if I lose my shit now in 2019 with the level of tolerance I have for the bullshit that goes around on the roadways around here, then you know it's something good. And I tell you, it went from the Volvos to the minivans, and somehow, you know, right around, uh, you know, 2008, 6, 2009, somewhere in there, I don't know, it became the Prius. This entire area is just overrun with fucking Prius drivers. And these folks take the Lifetime Achievement Award for just sucking at driving. And I know you think you're saving the world, sweetheart, but you're really causing more heart attacks than friggin' McDonald's. Seriously. First off, they all average about 10 to 20 miles an hour below the speed limit. Never get it. Never understand it, right? I know it's a hybrid or all electric, but they say on TV those things can do 80. So why are you going 20 and a 40 with it? You know? You're already getting friggin' 19,000 miles to the gallon, aren't you? You just have to just piss everybody off on top of that, you know? Jesus Christ. And then they say, can't seem to accelerate any faster than a bicycle. Blinkers don't work, right? Because the blinker fluid is blinker fluid's bad for the environment, so the blinkers don't work. I tell you, man, stereotypes are real. You know? There's something about it. There's something about the type of people that drive the... You know? I... You know? I don't know. I mean, uh... Look at the world that exists, you know, because it's real. Take a second. Take a second and think about it, you know. And then all these Priuses, they got a bumper sticker on the back of them, right? You ever seen a Prius that didn't have one? You know? My God. I see them all. Hillary 2016. I think that just comes with the package, right? <laughs> That's probably a really thing. I bet you, I bet you Toyota Prius has uh, some kind of package, like the bumper sticker package, right? The whole bit. The rainbow, the Hillary 2016, the whoever the, you know, woman is that supports the LGBTQ community, right? That's probably an option. Well, the factory will install those right onto the back of the car, right? Why does every... You know, I see so many rainbows on the back of cars. Okay? I know what it means. 
Why do we feel like we have to do that? Why are we so proud? You know, I'm so proud that I'm gay. I'm going to put a sticker on the back of my car. I'm gay. Look at me. I don't care, sir or ma'am. That's great. You're proud. You're gay. Fantastic. But God damn those bumper stickers, man. They ruin the cars. They really do. And then their second favorite car, the Subaru Outback. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. If you are a gay woman living in Massachusetts, chances are you drive a Prius or an Outback. The stereotype is real. I'm not trying to talk shit. It's just it's statistics. Look at the statistics. Do it. Do it. Google it. Google what percentage of the ladies in Massachusetts who happen to be uh, homosexual, right? Is that the right term? Is homosexuality only for men? You know, why is it men are called homosexual or gay, but women are called lesbians? I don't, I don't know. I don't, what does it matter? I don't care what you do in the bedroom. I really don't. But for some reason, these people all got together and decided it was going to be the Prius. The Prius is number one. Subaru Outback, number two, if you can't deal with the all-electric. And then, you know, you got some people who go rogue, right? They'll go for the Nissan Versa because it gets 80 miles to the gallon, right? Or, uh, what's another? Any hybrid. Any hybrid electric is great, right? Saving the environment. You're saving the whales. You're voting for Hillary. You hate Trump. We get it, right? We get it. But I tell you, you go into any Whole Foods in this area, and 100% of that parking lot is going to be a Prius or an Outback. Go figure that out. Well, that's your stereotyping. <clears throat> okay. Call it stereotyping. Put whatever label you want to put on it. But let's go down to the local Whole Foods right now, and let's count what percentage in that parking lot is a Prius or a Subaru Outback. And I bet you the total will exceed 80%. I'm just bringing it up, okay? Whatever, you know? <laughs> but why is it? You know, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, poke poke fun at a situation, okay? Because stereotyping is 50-50, right? It's always rooted in some kind of truth, you know. It is. As messed up as it might be, there's always some truth to it. So you explain it to me. Well, that's because everyone that drives the Prius is so conscious of the environment that they know that the Whole Foods is that's the best food because it's all natural and you know we don't eat meat and it's the best place for vegans to go because we're vegans. <laughs> All right, but yeah, you know, they all seem to shop for their groceries at Whole Foods, right? They all despise the Donald, right? And a lot of them seem to hate men. But yet, there's always one that seems to dress like a man, and the other one takes on that traditional role of the male in the relationship, right? And I've had a front seat to that show for the past few years. I don't get it, right? Curious John. I don't get how you can despise men, right? What did men ever do to you? Why? You hate them because you have a... Because they have a... What? You know? How are you any more progressive than me, ma'am? You're just going to hate me because I because of what's dangling between my legs? I, I, you know, I wouldn't hold that against you for not having one, you know? So what is this? Why are we just going to automatically hate somebody because of what's between their legs? Does anybody care anymore? They don't like me because I'm this or because I'm that. No. Aren't we way past that? You know? It's your character. If you want to be in the Navy or do any 
cares if you're male, female, green, white, purple, gay, straight? Who cares? If you can do the job and you got the best resume, do it. But we don't have that job. We don't. We don't? Okay, I guess I don't know. Equality, right? Judge people just based on their resume, right? Who they are. Who cares? What's dangling between your legs? Or whether it dangles or not. I don't know. Is that the case? But it's a real thing. Look it up. There are couples out there that just hate men just because uh, we're men. And I just, uh, I don't get that. Yeah. And I also don't get how one seems to dress like a man. You're thinking, well, that, you know, you call yourself progressive, John, but that's not progressive thinking. I mean, nowadays, there is no, you know, man and woman. There's just unisex, right? A man can wear a lady's outfit and a lady can wear a man. Sorry. I'm pretty relaxed, man, and I'm pretty forward-thinking, but I ain't going to stretch that far, all right? There is a men's section and there is a women's section. I don't care if you're a man and you want to wear a dress. I don't. But it's fascinating to me that these people can be in a woman-on-woman relationship, hate men, yet one dresses exactly like one with the boots and the man jeans, actual man jeans, in like a, uh, a man type of top with a haircut that's as short as mine with glasses and a baseball cap. They look exactly like me. And then their partner has a skirt on with long flowing hair. The one that's dressed like the man mows the lawn, changes the oil, takes out the trash, while the one that's dressed like a lady goes to work and, uh, you know, pays the bills and that kind of stuff. Call me crazy. But isn't that a lot like a, just a quote-unquote traditional man-on-woman relationship, right? Where there's a man who, right, acts and dresses like a man, and then there's a woman who acts and dresses like a lady. But here we have two women that hate men, yet one acts like one, and one does not, and they love each other. I'm just calling out something, people, looking at the psychology of it, right? Sorry. Another thing I don't get, man, I really don't, is the parade. Why do we have so many parades? Everybody gets a parade now. Around here recently, they had the uh, the gay pride parade. Yeah, that's great. You're gay. And you're proud. But you know what? The only people... I'm sorry, but the only people going to that shit are gay people. Because straight people don't care if you're gay or not. We don't. You think we, you, you think we do, but we don't, okay? I haven't... I, I haven't seen anybody holding anybody back on, hey, I'm going to get that guy, he's gay, hold me back. You know, nobody cares anymore, man. But they have to have a parade, look at us, we're gay. That's great. Nobody cares anymore, okay? It's not the 50s or the 60s or the 70s or whatever year you want to think it is, you know? You don't have this oppression. It is welcomed around the world now, or maybe not around the world, but in America, right? You know? You no longer have to be brave, okay? You no longer have to be, you know, it's, it's, it's great being proud, right? Everybody loves to be proud, right? But pride is a sin, ladies and gentlemen. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins, right? And these people just seem just so proud to be gay. They're proud, and they have a gigantic party and a parade. Look at us. We're, we're great. That's great. I'm, I'm happy you're proud. I'm proud for you. That's great. But why do we need to shut down the city? 
You know, this isn't like a Macy's Day parade where everyone's coming to see the floats, no matter what they are, you know, what, what they do in the bedroom, okay? The only people going to these things, right? It's no different than not, you know, I mean, my God, you know? Okay, let's say, uh, you know, the Washington Nationals, right? They're about to enter the World Series against the uh, Houston Astros, right? Let's say the Nationals win the World Series, okay? Let's say the Nationals win the World Series. There's going to be a parade, right? The ticker tape parade. Every time an NFL team wins a game, right, they have a parade in the city, okay? Is there anybody going to that parade that isn't, uh, you know, um, a sports fan of that team? Other than maybe some reporters to cover it, right? But they're still going to have it. It's a parade. But the only people going are the people that are into that sport, right? You know, like when the Red Sox won back in 04, after not winning since 1918, everybody went to the parade. I went to the parade. Actually, I couldn't go to the parade. I just lied to you. I couldn't go to the parade. We were in uh, South Carolina. I wanted to go to the parade. <laughs> but anyways, my point is, why do we need a parade? Everybody gets a parade now. What's up with that? Right? Is that what Seinfeld used to say? Somebody's probably covered that, right? I don't mean to be stealing anybody's comedy, but why? why, why is everybody so proud these days? And I'm proud to be an American. Nobody's singing that anywhere, right? My God. But yeah, parades. Parades for all kinds of stuff. You know, gay pride parade. Um, you know, w women equality parade. You know, truck drivers of America parade. Where's the, uh, you know, where's the straight pride? You know, are there any straight people that are proud to be straight? I'm proud to be straight. Right? Why not? Or maybe I'm not. I don't know. I'm sorry. I wasn't born with that chip. I wasn't born with that DNA. I really don't. But I just don't get these people, right? Driving the Priuses? What is it? You're not special. You think you're saving the ozone layer, but you're not. Aliens are fixing that for us. <laughs> Remember the South Park episode, Smug Alert? South Park did this. Trey and Matt. Who's Trey and Matt? Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they created South Park. They are the geniuses behind every episode, right? Look it up. South Park. Smug alert. This entire episode was pretty much based on that exact phenomena. Right? And if you've never seen the episode or don't recall the episode, but the whole episode was just based on Priuses taking over the town. And um, for some reason, buying a Prius would make you smug. And something they like to do on this uh, uh, episode of South Park is they would uh, they would uh, fart and they'd smell it. You know that was one of their hobbies of, of their smugness. But uh, you know that's what's that's kind of what's happened here. And I just love to fire these people up. I really do. I wore a T-shirt out in public the other day that I just knew. I just fucking knew that it was going to get people wound up. And let me tell you, worked like a charm. Worked like a charm. I wore a t-shirt, right? And, uh, it was, uh, uh God, I, uh, I don't know. All right? Nowadays, it seems like you wear or do anything, right? People are going to get offended, right? But I was, but I was fully expecting this. But, John, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to go upset people? Because I find it funny, okay? I really do. I've always found it funny to push people's buttons, majority-wise, when it's for something really stupid. And if anyone was going to freak out because I had a t-shirt on, okay, then they deserve to get roasted by me back, okay? And that's what I was just hoping for. 
but I could see everybody staring at me with this look. Okay, if looks could kill, like they say, I would have been dead a hundred times over before I got out of that got out of that grocery store. Okay, but the whole time I'm walking around with the biggest friggin' smirk on my face, and maybe that's what pissed people off even more. I was just loving it. The whole reason I bought the shirt wasn't really necessarily because of the message. It was just because I knew the shirt was going to just enrage people. The same reason that I want to get a shirt that has a picture of Trump on it saying Trump 2020, grab him by the pussy again. <laughs> That's a real shirt. Remember that? Trump was caught on tape saying, yeah, I like to grab him by the pussy. So yeah, somebody made a political uh, can't, uh, no, Trump shirt that says Trump 2020, grab him by the pussy again. I think that is fucking hilarious. And I want to order that shirt and I want to wear it. Well, why would you want to do that, Jen? Because it's fucking hilarious. Because people are going to lose their shit. Remember the story I had for you about the triggered woman that walked into the side of my parked car and then blamed me for, for being there? It wasn't her fault that she wasn't watching where she was going. And remember? Remember I wanted to say something, like to get that last word in, that could just be the most destroying thing I could say, and I just yelled out, without Trump? It's the same thing here. How many times have I talked shit about Trump on this podcast? I am not a fan. However, seeing people get riled up over a t-shirt to me is funny. And that's why I want to wear it, to see people's reactions. And let me tell you, wearing this shirt, it worked like a charm. And you say, well, what was the shirt? Does it matter? There's some... In, I hate politics. I hate them. Everybody knows it. Politics are ridiculous. But evidently there was this, uh, somebody's running for something, or I don't know, there's some kind of politician, all they know his name, his name is Beto, right? B-E-T-O. And I read a quick excerpt about this guy, and evidently he's like, if I get into office, you know what I'm going to do about gun control? I'm going to hire the local law enforcement and the military, and they're going to come into everybody's home, even if they legally own a weapon, and they're going to take it by force. Really? That's your bright idea? You think forcibly coming into people's homes with weapons while they have weapons is a good idea? Do you want to start up World War III, sir? Will people really do that? Well, yeah. There are fanatical people, people, living in this country, okay, that have guns, legally. You ever heard of Texas? Okay. There's people in Texas that have tigers. What are they saying? There's more tigers or there's more lions or some shit like that in private collection in Texas than there is actually left in, uh, somewhere in the wild. Okay? So people in Texas, they love their guns. Right? And they say, if you think you're coming to take our guns, you're out of your goddamn mind, right? We're gonna start up World War fucking 3. But, alright, okay? Time out. Like I said, I don't look left or right. I look uh, common sense. Alright? I don't think it's a good idea that we forcibly take anybody's weapon, okay? Okay, if they're a bad guy and they're on the street and they got a gun or somebody shoots and yeah, you fucking take it. But we're not going to come into people's homes and start taking their legally owned firearms, sir, okay? You're just asking for innocent people to get murdered, okay? Stupid idea, right? So a lot of people got all pissy. Right? On both sides of the equation. We're so tired of waiting for a gun reform. Yep, I get it. And the other people, guns, they just have to automatically disappear. If all the guns would just to go away, we just stop selling them, then there's not going to be any more tragedy ever. Right? That's not going to happen either. Okay? But this idea was ridiculous, that we're just going to come and take everyone's weapons by force. I think any rational thinking human being on this planet, whether you know a thing about weapons or not, would think that was a bad idea. That we have people just, by force, just come take your weapons that are registered to people legally. Because you're going to have people that will comply, that would comply. 
right? But you're going to have people that won't. You're gonna, I'm telling you, that would be a terrible idea. So because it was such a terrible idea, a lot of people went out and made t-shirts, which basically has a picture of a, um, of a rifle on it, and it says, Hey, Beto, come and take it, right? So I wore that out at the grocery store. <laughs> Oh my god, John, why would you do that? You know you're just going to upset people. You're just asking for it. What am I asking for? A chuckle? Is somebody just going to go and just freak out on me because I have a t-shirt on that says something that they don't agree with? But I tell you, people did a great job. They did. I have to give them a round of applause. Nobody pulled a gun on me, right? Nobody swung, in it. No, nobody swung at me. And, uh, yeah, nobody said shit. But I tell you, if looks could kill, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. They did not like that shirt. But like I said, I just I just walked on with the biggest smile just because I knew they were offended. And that's basically my, my F you to everything that is offensive with this stupid outrage culture. Right? I'm outraged by the stupidity. Right? And that's what I and that's why I like to talk about these wackos, you know? And that's why I want to tell you about this great new idea that the president has, right? You ready? Your president of the United States of America, and I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, but I end up talking way too fucking much, right? But your president's next great idea, right? He's got the wall, right? He wants to build that really big wall, right? His next big idea? We're, see, okay, that that 50-foot high wall, that just ain't gonna do it, right? We gotta really keep out these people, right? So, I got the greatest idea, right? I was watching Braveheart on TV the other night. And I saw this castle. In this castle, it had this thing around it called a moat. Why don't we put a moat around the fucking wall, right? That's a great idea, Mr. President. Let's build a moat around your wall. And then he came up with an even more, even a more better, a more better idea, right? How do you want more better? You know what we're going to do? Not only are we going to build that wall, but we're going to put a moat, and we're going to fill it with water, and then we're going to put alligators and snakes in it. Fucking A. That, that'll really keep these people out of America, right? We got we to gotta make America great again, and that starts with building a big fucking wall, right? And building a moat around it. And then we're going to fill that fucking moat with these alligators and snakes, right? That'll really keep these people out. And then we can keep grabbing pussies, making America great again. <laughs> I swear to God, this was an idea from your president, ladies and gentlemen. You elected him. You did. That's another phenomena. Isn't that how it works? Didn't over 50% of the country vote for Donald? Isn't that why he's in office? But yet the phenomena I see is that nobody seems to have voted for him, right? It has to be like 5.3%, or I'm sorry, like 5.4 out of every 10 people you see voted for Trump, yet all 10 won't, won't admit it, right? They won't. Did I vote for Trump? No. Did I vote for Hillary? No. Well, who did you vote for, John? You gotta vote for somebody. Why? Because to me, folks, right, when Barack Obama uh, uh, ran twice, I voted for him. I'll admit that. Sorry. Don't like it. 
Sorry. I would tell you if I voted for Trump, I'd tell you I made a mistake, but I didn't. And I didn't vote for Hillary. But you have to vote. Why? Why am I going to vote for two pieces of shit? Sorry. When you, when you give me two options, which to me is like, okay, pick between this plate of dog food or this plate of cat food, sir. I'm going to say, I pass. I'll go hungry. So I passed, okay? But you got to rock the vote. Yeah? Why don't you give us some fucking candidates? Then I'll fucking vote, right? I'll vote for one of them. But yeah, but that's what your president wanted to do. So if you're outraged over the wall, how about the fact he wants to build a moat mo around it and fill it with alligators and snakes, right? It's a gr <laughs> I swear, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. Only the Donald. But that's just it, man. You cannot find. You really can't. Right? You can't find. Or I haven't. I really haven't. I'm told they're out there. I'm being told, but I cannot find it. And maybe that's just because the area I live in is just a bit more progressive, right? But uh, I cannot find anybody that will admit that they voted for Trump. But statistically, if you want to look at things statistically, right? You take any five out of any ten people that you come across anywhere in random, and chances are five of those people might have voted for him. Okay? Yet all ten will say they didn't. It's funny how that is, right? The Donald supporters, man, are quiet. At least that's what I see. But, but then again, you know, I don't watch CNN all day long. I don't watch the nightly news. I've seen a couple, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, Trump dump, uh, what the fuck do they call them? You know, the, the fucking commercials? Vote for me in 2020. We're keeping America great again. Let's, let's make America great. Let's, no, wait a minute. Did, let's keep America great again. One more time. One more time, we'll make America great again, okay? So, I've seen, I, I've seen a commercial with all these people of all different colors, right? Trump wants to make it seem like, I'm not racist, right? So, he's got this new uh, campaign on TV with him with uh, all people of uh, all sorts of uh, shapes, colors, and sizes, and flavors, right? To make it seem like everyone's down with the Trump, right? And who knows? Maybe they are. But, uh, I don't know. I've seen that commercial a couple times, but I don't tend to watch those TV stations that'll play a Trump commercial, if you know what I mean. Uh, so I don't see them too often. But uh, I did come across it. Ooh, nice pass. Philadelphia and Dallas are on right now. First quarter just started. Isn't that great? So, yeah, anyways, I don't get it. But, yeah. That's what that, uh, that's, that's the ingenious guy, right? If you thought his wall was great, he's going to put up a moat. A moat. Not just a moat, you know? You're going to have to dodge them alligators and snakes, too. wonder what kind of snakes he's thinking, right? Why? Why alligators? Why not crocodiles, right? You could take all those snakes out of the Everglades, right? You guys know about that. There are gigantic... Uh, boa constrictors, right, that live in the Everglades that aren't native to the Everglades. That's been a problem for, like, what, 20 years? And now it's, like, huge. You know, you see in the commercials with that snake that tried to eat an alligator and then it burst open or some shit. So, yeah, there are giant pythons in Florida. So, I don't know. 
there you go. Maybe I should hit uh maybe I should hit him up on Twitter. I'll be like, dear Mr. President, I really like your idea to put snakes into the moat around your wall. If you're looking for a great place to get snakes, we can take them out of the Everglades where they're not indigenous, and we can put them in the moat. I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to laugh at my own shit, but uh, that one just came off the top of my head. I could do that too, right? I could say, hey, President, I like it. I love I love the moat idea. Let's use the snakes that are overpopulating the Everglades. You know? I'm sure we have a surplus of alligators around somewhere. Throw those fuckers in too. How about those snakehead fish, right? The snakehead fish that are only uh, indigenous to Asia, but they're now in America because somebody brought one over here, right? Bought one online and then just released it out into the wild. And these fuckers can actually crawl on land. They can actually crawl. They can they can live out of the water for I don't know how long. And they can crawl to different bodies of water, right? And then they just eat up all the fish. They're like viruses. And those are in U.S. waterways now. They have been for like, I think, eight or ten years. But now they're creeping back into the news again, right? So that's a good idea, right? Why don't we, why don't we, uh, why don't we bring back the Tyrannosaurus Rex and we'll just release that fucker out into the wild, right? Wouldn't that be cool, right? Jurassic Park. I think that's, it's just such a, obviously a bad idea. And I think that's why they did the movie Jurassic Park, right? Everybody would love to see a dinosaur, but I'm sorry. You know, there's, there's a reason why dinosaurs and humans didn't coexist for very long, right? Okay. So. Just like it's not a good idea to bring back the Tyrannosaurus Rex, let's not order poisonous giant snakes that aren't indigenous to Florida, all right? Why do we allow that? Well, it's, it is, it's illegal. Well, you're doing a great job of cracking down on it, right? Like the war on drugs. Has the war on drugs ever worked? You know, on the nightly news, you see all these huge giant seizures, yet like 99% of the American population is on heroin somehow, you know? We're winning the war on drugs, everybody. You know, my God. We spend trillions of dollars on all this stuff, and nothing ever works. Just to kind of keep the status quo, right? Because if we, because if they weren't out there doing it, right, everyone would be upset. But yet, you know. Well, we can't get it all. Unfortunately, some comes through. That's why we gotta build a build a big wall and put up a moat, and then we gotta throw alligators and snakes in it. And while we're at it, we're gonna throw the snakeheads in there too. And just for shits and giggles, maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna have them bring back the megalodon. We'll put the fucking megalodon in the moat too, right? Did you know that about uh? You ever seen the megalodon? Fucking eight. Can you imagine that thing being a, the, if if there was still a megalodon somewhere in the water somewhere in the world I don't think I'd ever get back into it. As if sharks didn't freak me out enough because I was the gener I was of the age what when I first Jaws came out in seventy five I was born in seventy eight so Jaws you know by the time I first saw it, it was ten years old it was on cable right but I grew up with that shit. Anybody that came from my generation Jaws freaked you out. I know this shark looks fake. Everyone's like, oh my god, 78? Oh, it's so old. Sorry. When I was your age, I thought shit was old, too. 
and then I got old and realized that age literally is just a state of mind because my mind is still in that 20, like 6, 27 year old state, even though my body says I'm pushing 41, you know? So that's it. That's something you don't get. And I was that way. I swear to God. When I was 20, I thought 30 was old, 40 was ancient, 50 was grandma, right? And then I turned 30, and I thought 40 was old, 50 was ancient, 60 was grandma. And now that I'm 40, I'm like, holy shit. My body really hasn't changed, okay? Seriously, when I was 20 years old, I think a, I, I thought a 40-year-old just had the most sloppiest body ever, right? Would have just, like, crazy, like, wrinkly balls and skin would just be falling off and shit. I tell you, I checked myself out in the shower today. I look pretty fucking good, Johnny boy, for 40 years old. I do. It's all fake people, okay? When I was 20, I thought 30 and 40 was old. I did. I thought we I, I thought I thought I I I thought people were crusty and just ancient and you know like 40-year-olds couldn't possibly have sex and stuff. Let me tell you something, okay? You have no idea. Okay? When you hit fucking 40, you're going to be like a, a handful of things. You're going to be like, "Holy shit, what just happened to 20?" cuz it went by like that. Boom, like that. And you're going to feel no differently than when you were 20. On paper, it's going to say you're 40. But in your mind, you don't feel any differently from 20. And even when you look at your own body, you might have gained weight. I don't know. I don't know if you take care of yourself or not. But uh, literally, I thought people who were 40 were old and crusty and stale. And now that I'm that age, I'm not just trying to defend myself. Um... I'm really no different, people, okay? Do I have a couple gray hairs on the goatee? A few. Are there are a couple straggly white hairs starting to come in? Yeah, okay. That's what happens, bro. We're all heading there, so fucking laugh it up. Right? I laughed it up. I said, ha, 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 look at those fucks at 40. You crusty old motherfucker. Yeah, wait till you get there. Because now I'm here and I'm like, eh, okay, I guess I was wrong. And that's just it. I was uninformed. Nobody informed me. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm informing you. I'm informing you that if you're 20 or if you're 30, you're going to be 40 or 50 like that. And then when you get to 40 or 50, you're going to still feel in your mind like you're 20. But maybe your body's starting to break down a little bit and it's going to start fucking you. All right. You're going to hit uh, 40. You're going to hit 41, 45, and you're going to have something called a midlife crisis. Uh, it happens to everybody. I could be going through one right now where you get to be 40 years old and you're like, holy shit, okay? Remember when I was 18 and the, I was like, holy shit, I'm 18, what just happened? Well, it, the same thing happens when you hit 40, okay? When you hit 40, it seems like a few minutes ago you were born. And then you're thinking to myself, oh my God, my life is half over. In another blink of an eye, I'm going to be 80 or dead. Yeah, that's it. So I think that's why a lot of people have this so-called midlife crisis. You, 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 you blink your eye and you're fucking 40 and your kids are at school or off the fucking college and you're just like, holy shit, what just happened, right? Well, that's what happens. And another thing that happens is people hit 40 and they realize that we're no different than we when we were 20. We're not. We, we have bigger jobs, responsibility. Like I said, some of us may have gained weight to get a few gray hairs, but we're really no different than when we were 20. 
We still want to go to Disney World. We still want to go on fucking roller coasters, right? 40-year-olds are just as horny as 20-year-olds, okay? Don't buy any of that shit. You think your 40-year-old parents aren't rocking it? They are. Sorry. I thought my parents didn't do it at 40. I guess I was wrong. Every 40-year-old I know is, uh, you know, married couples might not uh, get together as often. But if you think at 40 or 50 or even 60, people start having, uh, stop having sex, I don't think so. All right? Just a natural human need that just doesn't magically go away when you get to be a certain age. Are your needs as intense when you were an 18-year-old boy, right, and going over the wrong bump on a school bus gave you a boner? No, that tends to go away as you get older. But does the horniness level go away? No, it doesn't, okay? So if anyone's listening to this and you're younger, that's what happens, okay? So, you know, your wee-wee's not going to fall off, okay? You don't need Viagra. Everything's going to be fine. But just like the commercial says, right, they have medication out there for ED, but they tell you, to talk to your doctor first and ask your doctor if your heart is healthy enough for sex. And I tell you something. Every time that commercial comes on TV, I make fun of it. Because who the fuck does that, right? They see a commercial for erectile dysfunction medication. And the commercial tells them, Remember, ask your doctor. Remember, ask your doctor if you're healthy enough for sex. Can you imagine? Do you just go into your doctor and say, Hey, doctor, is my heart healthy enough to fuck? Who does that? Do you check with your doctor before you fuck and ask if your heart's healthy enough for it? I don't know. Because I'm such a medical expert, because I watched House all those years, I know that there was one in particular um, episode where Cameron from House explains to Chase what happens to the body during sex and it's actually pretty violent that's why people have died from it evidently when we have sex or get aroused um your blood pressure goes through the roof uh our heart rates go through the roof uh you start sweating profusely i mean there's i mean evidently i guess your heart does your heart does need to be healthy the fuck i tell you especially when we get older you gotta check your heart doctor check out my heart make sure that bitch can fuck I'm still horny, right? But just like the commercial says, we got to ask our doctor. We have to have a serious sit down with the doctor and ask him if your heart is healthy enough for sex, okay? This is a serious matter, right? You don't, well, I, I guess that's one way to go, right? If anyone's going to go, might as well be during sex, right? As long as it happens after you've had the orgasm. <laughs> All right. I've gone way off track here, and I can't find where I am. But yeah, I was talking shit about Trump grabbing them, grabbing them friggin', you know, pussies. But yeah, all the Donald supporters, they're quiet, okay? And I've explained this before, that if somebody doesn't step up to the plate, the guy's probably going to win again, and then everyone's going to fucking freak out, right? I mean, Jesus, how flawed is that, right? How flawed is our election, our election system where we can't get a good candidate or any kind of good information, right? Did anybody watch Bernie Sanders' interview on Joe Rogan? And I'm not saying anything great about Bernie Sanders, okay? So don't go there. Although I liked everything Bernie had to say. I don't know how you couldn't. 
He wants to legalize marijuana across the country. That should have been done. That should have, it should have never been illegal, okay? But that's great. That's a selling point for me. He wants to erase school loan debt. Hey, great. He wants to make college free. Fucking A. Even better. Free health care? Now we're talking. But some people are like, well, he's just never going to get that done. He's just too unrealistic. Well, Jesus Christ, people. Right? Listen a little bit careful. Well, how? Well, I want to know, how does he plan to pay for that? There's ways, people. Right? Look at, the, look at all the people in this world with that kind of fuck you money I was talking about on the last episode. Where every time a new iPhone comes out, it's like going down to the store and picking up a pack of gum. You know, two thousand dollars for that five hundred and fucking twelve gigabyte iPhone fucking eleven plus max pro shit, right? You know, like it's nothing. You know, I need a new iPhone because mine's broken. But I don't have that kind of money. I do, but am I just gonna toss it down on a friggin' phone? But there's people tossing it down on private jets like it's nothing. Tax those fuckers, right? Jesus, tax Wall Street. The rich keep getting richer. And the people that are, like, floating around the middle class, you know, no class, you know, we're all the ones that are fucking suffering, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I think that's why the Democrats are trying to impeach him, right? And here I am talking like I fucking know anything about politics. We're all the Democrats. Right? I, I, I know they've been trying to impeach him, right? Anytime somebody gets elected that someone doesn't like, they're going to try to get impeached, right? Well, my candidate didn't get elected, so... What can we do next? Wait four years? No, fuck that. Let's get them impeached. <laughs> but I'm not saying that's what's happening here. But yeah, they're trying to impeach Trump for some reason. And with all the collusion that goes on and the ulterior motives, um, I think it might be because they don't have a candidate that can stand up to him. And how is that possible? How is it possible that there's not you're telling me there's not a single person in this country that could run the country a little better than uh, Trump? Or or at least act like it? There, there's not a single person, right? Bullshit. There is. There has to be. I've said it before. I don't get political and I don't get fired up. I just get fired up at stupidity. And I'm not talking, you know stupidity because i think something stupid you know it's like saying is fire dangerous yes can that be argued well some people do just like there's people out there that say the fucking uh, earth is flat right it's not you stupid shit what would make you think the earth is flat that's stupid or saying the sun if you look at it it won't burn your eyes out yes it will that's stupid, but there are people that will still say, oh, I can look at it. No, you can't, sir, right? I get angry at stupidity, okay? I don't get angry at opinion. And I don't know how anybody can sit there in their right mind and tell me that this guy, at least give me this, that this guy is a good representation, a representative for the country, you know? If you want to look at just like a picture, right? A picture of just the ideal looking and acting person to represent everybody as a whole. Does he match? Well, oh, fucking me. No. Come on, man. Come on. You know, but again, I don't get fight up about it. I really don't. Okay? 
I knew the world would still go on, whether it was Hillary or whether it was Trump, and the world is still turning. Does it suck more for some people and suck less for others? Yes. But I guarantee you, if Hillary was elected and Trump wasn't, some people's lives would suck. Some you know, It would be the same fucking shit. And if Trump doesn't happen to win in 2020 and someone else gets elected, there's going to be a whole new group of people that are all pissed off and then will want to impeach that person. It's just, it's just the cycle over and over and over and over again. And that's what's the, the and and that's honestly what the the stupidest uh, thing is too, is because I totally believe that there is a person that exists in this country that could run it the right way, and a way that everybody could see. Okay, that's why you can't lean too far left and you can't lean too far right. Can't we just all kind of meet in the middle and compromise? I do believe that we can all compromise about every single issue that plagues all of us and that there is a candidate out there that could carry it out and dress and look and act the part that would take the two million in pay or four hundred grand, whatever it is. I guarantee you there's somebody out there that doesn't even have a political, uh, uh, whatever it's called, label, you know? It's 2019, right? We all hate fucking labels. I'm not going to identify as a woman. I'm not going to identify as a man. Okay, so why do we have to identify as independent or liberal or Democrat or Republican? Where is the common sense party? Aren't we past that? Seriously. I'm being totally serious here, though. Okay? There is somebody in this country that is smart that is not left or right or up or down, that is not political, that's not a politician, that's not a fucking used car salesman, that dresses right, that acts right, that's not fucking racist, that doesn't lean left, doesn't lean right, just sees shit with common sense. And, you know, but it's not just that. It's not just having the right candidate, right? And, and this is why the election system is so flawed. We don't get good candidates, right? Sorry. I don't care if you liked Trump or you like Hillary. The vast majority of us rational thinkers didn't care for either candidate. It's the truth. Sorry. And it sounds like once again in this country, despite we're in 2019, we can't yet again find a couple of good candidates. When I know there is somebody out there that could run it the way everybody wants it to make everybody happy. That just doesn't make any. That just doesn't make sense, right? It 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 makes so much sense to me. I think a three year old could understand it. But why has it been lost on us? Explain it to me. Go ahead. Well, the Constitution and uh, everything else says. Yeah, I get it. You know, to a degree, right? The Constitution. It's great. We the people, right? You know, but. The election system is flawed. It is. There has got to be somebody out there without a political designation that just wants to run the country not in a democratic or republican fucking way, but just the right way. And you say, well, John, well, what is the right way? What is the right way? Do I really have to explain this? What is the right way? That's the problem. If I have to explain what the right way is, then, you know, that's where the problem is. You're just not thinking.
Well, that's why I like the Democratic way or the Republican way, because there's these set of ideals that we live by, and no matter how the world gets and how progressive we get, we're just going to live by these fucking rules, no matter who it hurts or runs over, or who, you know? Uh, all right, man. I'm not saying we have to change the Constitution or the amendments or any of that shit, right? But how about broadening up how we elect candidates because there has got to be a candidate that can do this job without a political designation that can just make this shit happen i liked everything bernie sanders had to say i did did i agree with a hundred percent of them to be honest i did not but it's called compromise people and I'm not going to get into the part that I didn't agree with. I'm not. But I've talked about it before with friends. And they're like, well, how could you want to vote for him if he wants to do that? And I said, you know what? Because that's because if that's what it's going to fucking take to make this country a better place, to make America great again, right? This ain't fucking Trump's America, people. Sorry. Every every president who's been alive has been made fun of on TV and stuff. But, I mean, Trump is just a gigantic trunk of material for talk shows and comics alike. Because the guy comes up with just crazy shit, right? Grabbing pussies, building walls, and putting moats around it with alligators and snakes. Telling people to fuck off on Twitter, right? The guy's a fucking maniac. He really is. At least he acts like one. But the reason I like him is because he's a businessman. He's not a politician. And you know what, America? It needs to be run like a business. Well, maybe it does, sir. Okay? Maybe it does. I keep saying it. Right? There has never been in my life, and I've been alive since 1978, there has never been a president alive that has had a direct impact on any aspect of my life in any way, shape, or form, and probably hasn't affected yours either. Okay, so when people get all fired up, remember I talked about this, when people get fired up about shit that I think is silly, that you shouldn't get fired up about because it's kind of out of your control, then I like to poke a stick at it. I do. I like to poke a stick at ridiculousness and getting fired up about politics is ridiculous. Right? Just like I talked about, there are people out there that have emotional support animals because Trump was elected president. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's just fucking fact, bro. I know somebody. One of the most beautiful dogs I've ever seen. It's like a golden retriever or some shit. Beautiful dog. My tax dollars probably fucking paid for it. And she has it. I just can't deal now that Trump's in office. I just, I just can't deal. The whole world has gone to shit. I just can't deal. So, I had this emotional support dog, and you know, I just take my fucking twenty Xanax a day, and you know, fucking uh, stop it. There used to be service dogs that would help handicapped people, blind people. Okay, since when do you need an emotional support dog? Because somebody made fun of you. Oh my god. Toughen up, people. Fucking Christ, right? But people ruin it. And this is what I talk about. Are there people out there who legit need emotional support dogs? Well, fuck yeah, they do, right? 
They do. But are there people out there who have emotional support animals who probably abuse the system? Yes. Are there people out there who need uh, food stamps in Section 8? Absolutely. Are there people out there who don't and abuse it? Absolutely. Are there people that drive mobility scooters around uh, your local Walmart because they have a mobility problem? Well, yes, they do. Are there people that get on those mobility scooters and drive them around because their overweight ass is too lazy to walk laps around your local Walmart? Well, yes, they do. Sorry. Well, that's not funny. That's not... F I'm sorry. It's the truth. Reality drip. Learn it. All right? Fucking last thing I want to talk about real quick here. God damn if I didn't... Um, well, okay, real quick, right? There's this guy that I saw in the news, right? He's got a book out. And I think they're even making it into a, uh, a documentary or some kind of bullshit, right? But the book, and I'm going to fuck this up because I didn't write down the last number of this uh, next number right here, right? But it's Extraterrestrial Highway, uh, and it's either the 37th or 38th parallel. So it's like Extraterrestrial Highway, the 37th or 38th parallel. And whatever, you know, that parallel means, you know, whatever the parallel spot is to, uh, you know, the Earth, right? Which basically runs uh, right along the Midwest into the, uh, you know, west into the, uh, you know, east. You know, kind of goes from a line from like, you know, I don't know, northern Georgia across Alabama, Tennessee, into Kansas up into the, uh, you know, New Mexico, Colorado, California. You know, the Midwest. You know where the Midwest is? You know, where, like, uh, Colorado and Las Vegas and all that shit sits? We'll just draw a straight line across the bottom of the country, right across uh, Vegas from east to west, right? And that's pretty much that 37th or 38th parallel. And this guy has come up with the genius uh, idea that this, you know, this parallel is the extraterrestrial highway, right? It's a highway. So right along the 38th or 37th parallel that runs across the whole country of the United States and runs around the world, right, is actually an extraterrestrial highway. So think about it. So if you're driving down the highway right now, just imagine that you're just driving uh, through Earth's atmosphere. It's, you're on the fucking extraterrestrial highway, right? Just bouncing along. Right? Earth, this guy is essentially saying, right? Or this is my fucking theory, right? Right? Earth. It's just a fucking rest stop or a truck stop for alien truck drivers. That's what he's saying. These aliens, right? They just tool along this fucking highway, right? As they're passing by Earth like it's a fucking truck stop, you know? And some of them, right? They stop. And what do truck drivers do, you know? They'll get out of their ship. They'll relax, you know? They'll fucking look at some shit, right? They'll either mutilate and eat or maybe they'll even sexually assault some cattle, right? Maybe abduct a couple people from a trailer park. Then they get back in their truck and they get on their way. I think it's genius, right? It's perfect. Earth is basically just a friggin' truck stop. That's what we are. It's a rest stop, you know? 
When people are leaving Alpha Centauri, right, and they're heading to friggin' Pluto, okay, with the kids on the family vacation, and they pass Earth, you know, mom and dad would be like, kids, anybody got to use the restroom? Earth is up. Earth is up ahead. Anyone want to stop at Earth? No, dad. Are you sure? I heard these... I heard, I, I heard Earth has got some pretty good-looking things called cows. We can mutilate the fuck out of them. You sure you don't want to stop? Yeah, Dad. All right. Maybe on the way home. I heard Earth. It's pretty interesting. Look at it. It's pretty pretty, ain't it? <laughs> but that's what this guy's saying. You know? That we're just a... Earth is just a truck stop. We're just a rest stop for aliens, you know. All the kids bouncing up and down in the, uh, you know, in the car, ready to ready to go to Earth. Kids, you want to pull over at this, uh, at this, you know, next coming attraction, the third largest ball of string, you know. Are you interested? <laughs> oh God! But yeah, I think that's it. I think the guy hit the nail on the head. That's all Earth is. It's just a, uh, it's just, it's just a side of the road attraction, or like a truck stop for, uh, for weary, for weary truck drivers on the long haul, you know. And they just pull over and they stop. They have a quick bite to eat, capture a few people, and they, and they're on their way. It's perfect. That explains everything. So pick up the book, Extraterrestrial Highway, thirty seventh or eighth parallel. One of them. That's the highway. I imagine they might veer off the road a bit, right? You think aliens ever drive drunk? Maybe that's what happened in Roswell, right? Maybe that's why the Roswell crash happened. There just happened to be a family, right? Had a little bit too much to drink at the fucking uh, concert up there on Saturn. And as we were pulling into the fucking truck stop on Earth, Johnny took the wheel and he took it a little bit too much too far and we fucking crashed. God damn it. You know, that's what happened. That's probably what happened. That's probably how we got some of these UFOs. They they just were drunk driving, or, or maybe they weren't drunk. They were they, you know they could have been on something. But how how else would they crash? How can you have a craft that that that's that advanced and just crash right? Something really bad has to go wrong, right? I can't see their parts failing, right? I don't know. So maybe that's it. We're just a we're just a we're just a highway truck stop, and every now and then, you know, people, you know, they have a little bit too much to drink. They party. I'm sure aliens aren't any more perfect, right? And you know, they try to they try to take the uh, you know Earth exit, and they just veer off the highway and kind of crash. You know, no, then we steal their technology. All right, we got some listener mail. Let's read this. Let's see. Guy needs advice. Oh my god, why are you writing to, to me about this, sir? What am I going to do? The guy's asking me for advice. Evidently, him and his wife can't seem to get pregnant. Jesus Christ, sir. What am I, the fucking, uh, the fucking fertility master? Go see a doctor. And remember... The funnest part of having kids is making them. Right? God damn, I don't know. I don't have any kids. How the fuck am I going to help you? 
Jesus. But isn't that the... They're having trouble getting pregnant, and they're both healthy. Well, how about that, huh? My God, there are people, right? We've all heard of it. There's people who have gotten pregnant from getting, you know, touched wrong, right? And there's other people that just literally try and try and try and try and try and they're healthy and they just can't get pregnant. I mean, I've been in long-term committed relationships. I'm an adult, right? We weren't using any kind of uh, birth control. We weren't. Sorry. We said, fuck, we're old enough, you know? If it happens, it happens. And you know what? It just didn't happen. You know, who knows? Maybe I'm infertile. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time to go over the subject of my fertility, but I am sorry, sir. That is unfortunate that you can't pollute the, uh, you know, <laughs> that you can't pollute the fucking earth with another kid. But uh, best of luck to you. But, you know, I was researching your your issue, sir, and um, I wanted to, you know, maybe draw some light on it, okay? This might be something you guys should try, because evidently, the, you know, these people stand on their heads, right? You know, they've tried everything. Top, bottom, left, right, up, down, you know, they can't get pregnant, but evidently everything's fine. So... I don't think you've tried this, sir, but I looked it up, and I found a great story, right? So there's this woman from Africa, in Africa, right? We're not talking African. Okay, forget it. African woman in Africa. She gave a dude a hummy, right? She got stabbed in the stomach shortly after. The knife went into the stomach, got a little DNA on the tip of the blade, and then she was stabbed again in the groin area. And what do you know? She got fucking pregnant. And you're calling bullshit, right? Bullshit! Bullshit! No fucking way that... Yeah, it did. Swear to God. There's a lady in Africa who swallowed some seed, then got stabbed twice, first in the stomach, and then somehow stabbed in the seed, and that's what got her pregnant, because she was still a virgin. Confirmed. Had to have a C-section in the whole fucking nine yards. This is a true story. Look it up. There is an African lady who got stabbed in the stomach after getting a blowjob, and she got pregnant. So have you tried that, sir? Have you tried having your wife swallow your seed and then stabbing her? <laughs> it worked for these people, right? It always seems to work out, right? Somebody can get pregnant like that, but yet there are other people that are just healthy as fuck, right? That just fuck like rabbits and they just can't get pregnant. But then you got somebody who swallows some cum and gets stabbed twice and gets pregnant like that. What are the chances, dude? Honest to God. Some people just have all the luck, right? So, sorry. But it just goes to show. Just keep trying, right? Because the best part about having kids is making them. So just keep trying, right? Doesn't hurt. You're doing it anyways, right? And maybe 
you see that miracles happen. I just showed you. Miracles happen. Just keep doing it. That's all I can tell you, sir. This girl got pregnant after she gave a blowjob and got stabbed. It can happen like that. So, just keep doing it the regular way, sir. And you know what? If God blesses you, then he'll, he'll give you a child. If not, you can always adopt, right? Plenty of kids to adopt. All right, everybody. I'm going to wrap it up for today. It's getting late. It's Sunday night. I got other things to do, believe it or not, right? But hit me up just like that gentleman did. Thank you, sir, for writing in. I hope I helped. Just keep screwing away, right? Because the world needs more kids. We need the population to increase. Keep pumping the kids out, man. So, yeah, keep banging your wife, sir. That's all I can uh, suggest. Just keep banging your wife, right? Don't uh, don't wear any tight uh, tight boxer shorts, right? We learned about that in uh, the you know the growing up high school health class, right? If you're if if you're wearing tighty whities right, and your balls are always up close to your body, they're not the that's killing your uh, your uh, your seed, sir. Right? If you're a guy, just try feeling your balls for a second, right? I think your balls are like two or three degrees uh, colder than your uh, than your actual body temperature. You know why that is, sir? It's like having fucking milk in the refrigerator, right? What happens if you take the milk out and leave it out overnight? It's going to go bad, right? Well, that's what happens when you're wearing fucking tight underwear. It's holding your fucking junk up against your shit. And you're basically spoiling the milk. So maybe maybe try that. Wear some boxer shorts or go fucking commando. Make sure your balls hang as low as they can. That way the fucking, uh, you know, your little guys can, uh, you know, they're nice and chilled out. Milk's fresh. Maybe that's what it needs. And who knows? Maybe your wife needs some of that vaginal moisturizer cream we talked about earlier. Maybe that's, maybe that's the problem. There you go. I just solved it. Fucking Dr. John right here. Right? Go commando. Right? Go commando. Have your wife use that, uh that moisturizer cream down on the lips, right? Or is that what it's for? Is that like a big is it like a big roll-on stick for the lips, like uh like a chapstick or is it like for inside? I don't even know. Maybe somebody can tell me, explain it to me. Have you tried vagina moisturizer cream, right? If you did or if you got anything else to say, you want to ask me a question, you want advice, I'll give it. Even if you give me some kind of complicated problem that nobody can figure out or solve, I'll solve it for you. Watch. Just email me. And watch how easy it is, right? Realitydrip.com is the website. It's the production company name, Reality Drip. All one word. Do you know how to spell reality? It's pretty easy. You know how I do it? I combine the word real and then I-T-Y. Because I don't know how to spell. I just I just kind of, right? It's just kind of from memory. That's all I know. Reality. And then drip. D-R-I-P-P-P-P-P-P. Right? Reality drip. All one word. Okay, yeah, I know your domain name, John. What's the address? It's info, right? Info at realitydrip.com. If you can't figure that out, I can't help you. I can't make it much easier than that, sir. Okay? Realitydrip.com. The email address, info at realitydrip.com. But I don't have him. Okay. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitcher, YouTube. Uh, all those friggin' tubes, right? I'm all over the place. If you want to reach out, reach out. 
if you want to sing out, sing out, right? What can I say? Everybody, make sure you have a great week. I know it's Monday, and it sucks. Looks like somebody's got a case of the Mondays, right? It'll be over, believe me. Like that, it's going to be hump day, right? Wednesday. And then like that, it's going to be Friday night. And you're going to be in heaven again. And then like that, it's going to be Sunday night, right back to where I am right now, right? What do I have coming up next? Uh, my animated comedy, our first animated comedy, short, animated comedy clip, true story, real story. I did the voiceovers. My buddy Tuna is doing the animation. That should be done, hopefully tomorrow, or right now, as you're listening to this. It might be on YouTube. Check it out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't give you everything. I can't do everything for you. Do you understand this? I don't, okay? No. No. All right? Jesus Christ. Listen to me. Stop. Pump the brakes. Okay? It's a 50-50 street. You listen to me, I listen to you. But I can't, I can't just make the video appear, sir. Okay? You have to go find it. But it's not hard. Okay? Use the power of the socials media. Okay? But yes, that animated video should be out any day now. It's, everything's done. I'm just waiting for it, right? Like we're at the freaking drive-thru for animation. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I am at the drive-thru window for, for a short animated uh, comedy clip. And, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for my order. Okay? So that's coming up. Next cast and uh, every cast, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do two a week. I'm going to do one on uh, release for Monday, and I'm going to do a release for Thursday. Or sometimes Friday. I don't know. Maybe sometimes I won't do any at all. Maybe sometimes I'll do one every day. Maybe I'll record one that's like 28 hours long. It'll be the longest fucking podcast in history, right? Or maybe I'll do a podcast that's literally like five seconds long. It'll just be like, hey, what's up? I'm John. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right? I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do around here. I don't. I'm not planning this shit, okay? It's all off the cuff. And you can hear me flipping with shit, right? Yeah, I just have a couple pe things written down, alright? Does it sound like I'm reading a script? Can you see me looking at the teleprompter? Does it look like I am reading off a teleprompter? I know that teleprompter technology has vastly improved. But still, when I watched Lot TV in 2019, even though they're trying to convince you they're looking at the camera, you can see those friggin' eyes, can't you? I call them out on it. You can see their eyes. They're not looking at the camera. You're looking above it. And don't they have cameras which have teleprompters that are pretty much scrolling right across it? But they're still like, their eyes are like, you know? I tell you, um, I, love, I love the Comedy Central roasts, okay? And I know I was about to say goodbye, and fucking here I go again. The Comedy Central roasts, but that's what just reminded me of this with the, uh, with the teleprompter shit, okay? I was watching the roast of Flavor Flav again over the weekend. Why? Well, John, you've seen that before. Yeah, I have. You know why I was watching it? Because Greg Giraldo, a guy that I haven't mentioned on this podcast, right? Rest in peace, buddy. He's dead. He died. It sucks. Another comic. Gone too soon. Just like Bill Hicks. Gone. Too soon. Fucking Patrice O'Neill. Rest in peace, brother. Fucking A, was he great. You want to laugh your ass off? 
okay, and you've never heard Patrice O'Neill, go on to YouTube once this podcast ends, of course, and type in Patrice O'Neill, The Nasty Show. That was, I'm pretty sure, all of that bit, besides just the idea, was made up. And it and that got me choking, choking, where I think I actually started gagging because I was laughing so hard. That's how, that's how, that's how good that bit gets me. Guy is gone way too soon, man. It sucks. But yeah, um, it's really too bad. But God bless him. God bless him. Seriously. God bless him. Wednesday. Coming up this Wednesday. I got two sets. Well, are you going to go do it, John? Well, yeah. I'm going to. All right? Fucking A. I got a job, right? I'm just kind of, you know, starting out here. You know? I know I talk a big game, but fucking A. Sorry. You know? I'm not living in Hollywood yet, you know, going on the Monday night friggin' comedy store fucking, you know, open mic lottery that they have. Can you believe that now? Back in the day when I should have moved out to Los Angeles permanently, uh, if you were a new comic that was not a paid comic at the comedy store, right, the world famous comedy store, um, you could get on, you could get in open mics, right? Um, you could even work the door. You could get a door job there. That was the, probably the best fucking job in comedy, being a door guy back in the day at the comedy store because you got to see and meet everybody. And if you were a comic too, it was a perfect in. You friggin' worked there, right? Just got to be around funny fucking people all day, all night. Awesome. Now, the comedy store has reduced it uh, to... There's just a ton of... All the top comics in the friggin' world, pretty much, are, are, are now paying regular comics at the comedy store. It is the place to be. Monday nights, they do have open mics, but they only have so many slots, right? And it's now a lottery. You have to get there hours before your set would even begin, and then they do a lottery. And I think it's only, what, 8 or 15 people? So, yeah. When I go back to L.A., it's going to be like uh, I'm going to be there with the 10 million other fucking people that think they're funny. And we're going to have to compete every Monday night, you know, for that uh, two minutes at the comedy store every Monday night. But that's how it is, right? No. Well, it is now. Not how it used to be. Back in the day, you could get a job, like I said, working there as a bouncer or as a door guy. And what better end did you have? You worked there. So you got to fucking see all the best comics. And they still do. Look at the comics that go there. Every other night, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, just Tom Segura, everybody. Everybody goes down to the store and practices their shit. You know? And if you go there on a nightly basis, you're going to see every major comic. that just People just pop in there and do sets. Chappelle will just pop in there. I guess that kind of pisses some of the people off because they don't know he's coming and they bump him. But fuck, he's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle can call up the uh, manager to the store and say, hey, I'm on my way. And they'll put him right on stage. And that's how these guys work out their new hours. So if you've ever wondered how these 
you know, comics. They come up with their hours for their Netflix specials, like Bill Burr. He literally goes down to the store out in L.A. a couple nights a week, a couple other places, and he'll just start developing his shit because he's a paid working stand-up there. He can literally pick up the phone today, right now, right? Let's say I'm Bill Burr or even Joe Rogan. Got my iPhone in my hands. Just hit send. Call up fucking Judy or Julie, right? In the store. Hey, yep. Can you put me on tonight? Eh, I'm thinking, uh, you know, 9 to 9.20. Main stage. Yeah, sure. Great. Done. And then they go. Right? They get an idea in their head, a couple of new bits they want to work on. Netflix wants to pay them that 30 million fuck you money for the next special. They call up Lucy, right? Down the street at the comedy store in L.A. They go down. And there's going to be the, the, the packed house, right? But uh, I guess, you know, that's that's the life you get to lead uh, when you've made it. And those guys have definitely earned and made it. I'm just trying to say that, uh, you know, nowadays as things have expanded are some things easier well yeah it's easier to market yourself now because of the intranet right the web the online but everyone else is doing it too so yeah am i the only comic heading out to la with giant hopes that are going to get smashed over my face no i'm not am i going to be successful i don't know a lot of people don't think so right there's no fucking way that can happen. Well, you know what? I see people who are doing it, who are successful. And, uh, you know, they're no different than I am, right? But one thing I can fucking tell you, that if you ever wanted to be a comedian, or a radio broadcast, or have your own talk show like I'm doing right now, if you don't do it, it's never going to happen. You know? Look at David Spade. David Spade's been in the game fucking forever. Look at all the classic 90s comedies he was in with Chris Farley. God rest his soul. Now he's got a cool new talk show on uh, Comedy Central, right? Lights out with David Spade. The guy's been in the fucking game forever. And he just got his own talk show. The guy's paid his dues, right? But let me tell you something. If David Spade never went to, you know, I don't know him that well, so I don't quite know his story, but I'm just saying... Had he never tried acting or stand-up or any of that stuff, would he be where he was today? No, okay? If Bill Burr didn't just quit his job out in Worcester and just move down to New York City at 33 just to try stand-up, would he be where he's at today? No. And he's living the life. He couldn't be happier. Married, kid about to turn three, living the life, right? Fifth Netflix special out. Guy's killing it. He took a chance. I'm taking a chance, and that's just it. If there's anything you've ever dreamed of doing and you just thought to yourself, you oh, know, I can't do that, well, you know, then you can't. Nobody thought they could ever do anything. So nothing's going to come to you or anybody else by sitting on the couch, right? Wish for it in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Have a great week. I love you. The song you're about to hear is a song called Last Holy Fool. It's by my band Grimlock. We wrote this bitch back in, what, 01, 04, 03, somewhere in there. So, enjoy it. I love you. Period. <laughs> Let's
Dungeon with me.